What's going on, boys? What's going on, boys? <laughs> <laughs> What's the count, boys? What's up, boys? Hey, shout out to all y'all who thought it was green screen in the background. It's not. So that was I got yeah. I got a, a comment the other day. Yeah. That's my fucking car right there. It uh, it kind of looks like it's been there for a while. Is yeah. anything, happening, anything happening to it? No. Well, it doesn't have wheels, <laughs> so no, it can't uh, do much. This is what happened. Honestly, is I got kind of overwhelmed. Not overwhelmed's or wrong work, but work's been pretty busy. Yeah. And it's been a <laughs> lot of conversations, like a lot of. Mental energy. Emotional and mental energy. And I just haven't had the space to where I felt like I could dedicate a whole day to go in. Because I found that working on this stuff piecemeal doesn't really work for me. If I went in for a couple hours, I'm just starting to get in the groove after a couple hours. So I need like dedicated Sunday, which just hasn't happened. You also need to, or for me, I need to prepare for it. Because I'm the same way. It's like I'm like, oh, I want to make some music and I'll start. But if... If you like go in between, you're like, I'm going to make music again, but it's almost like you need to set the time for it. It's yeah, weird. Yeah. Like you need to set your vacation time to do it, whatever exactly. that means. I can't. Yeah, I'm the same. It's a coffee shout out hour right now. Here we go. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, coffee Culture Bar. Oh, They're yeah. one of our partners. They're in Modesto, my hometown. They have a Kickstarter going. Mm-hmm. They're building their first brick and mortar cafe. So Having their first BM. They've had a trailer. For years now and have been setting up at different places around Modesto doing events crushing it over there and and Jamie who owns culture is taking a step to do brick and mortar and I'm really excited because it is in the parking lot that's at the cross section it's on McHenry which was like and in some ways kind of still is like one of the main drags in Modesto it's different depending on where you're at it's not what it used to be but and Floyd. So McHenry and Floyd. And I used to live on Floyd, like three blocks down from where that was. And the parking lot that they're building in, that was basically, like, we skated there every day. So I was in that parking lot for just every day for years of my youth, junior high and high school. And now there's going to be a All right. up there. So Good. we'll put a link down below to where you can check it out. I really or, enjoyed her at the partner program forum two years now ago or maybe more. Yeah, she's just good energy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she does, I don't know what her affiliation is, but she works part-time with the gyms and the fitness community there. Mm-hmm. And I could see her being one of those people that motivates other people to do good stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's just got a, like a vibe around her, which is cool. So yeah. that is, that's jumping off. You, you can you can check that game out. Um, in other coffee world, we just launched a little nicely we love you nicely <laughs> yeah coffee so if you don't know nicely where have you been yeah um, <laughs> do you not know latte art or coffee do you not know latte art check him out or work yeah. ethics nicely yeah. is kind of like a force of nature in the coffee community and i remember the first time i met nicely it was 2006 we were on a trip to seattle and I was working at Ritual at the time, and we went to Vivace. He was working at Vivace, oh, and this yeah. was before he was nicely. He was just, you know, a guy who was working at Vivace, which, you know, Vivace basically single-handedly brought latte art to the United States. So respect, David Schomer. He's the godfather of us all, whether you like it or not. Cafe Latte. David, I love you, bro. We saw um, you. We went and saw you working on your grinder. We got a video of it. But nicely, it was crazy because <laughs> we saw this dude 
and he had just really big energy and he was puerto rican and he had neck tattoos yeah and i was with gabe who's also puerto rican and we're like what's up with this dude this dude's tight i've never seen a barista that looks like that before and gabe's like i'm fucking down with this dude dude (laughs) like before we even knew i'm like this guy's tight and from then on he's you know he's like three-time world latte art champion kind of the 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 father of the slow zeta movement the whole The whole shtick. Anyway, he's been having, he's an inspiration to a lot of people and is just a genuinely nice human being. And he's been having some health troubles lately. And it's that combination of not being able to work, bills stacking up, but then also the stress that comes with it, which Mm -hmm. is just as big as the monetary part. It's like that feeling of being out of control. So, yeah, and like out of work for two to three months, it'll be. Yeah, not more. He's been in and out of the hospital Mm -hmm. multiple times, like Like had three surgeries. Surgeries. Mm -hmm. It's just that kind of shit sucks. So, we were thinking, you know, what what can we do to help out? So, we put together a special little bag of their Minotti's VSCB. Very special espresso blend. Very special espresso blend. Made a little label. Got to flex some artistic skill. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Looks good. Seems like we're also going to have to order a lot more labels because the demand (laughs) is far, far. Which is amazing. I mean, the community has been been on it, which is rad, which just tells you you, like how how powerful he is to the Mm -hmm. community and how much the community appreciates him. Like Mm -hmm. the amount of reposts and sharing and orders and like can i buy this for the subscription oh can we do i don't know who it was you can remind me but they want to buy a bunch and do like 65 bags that's the la coffee club was talking about it and then i don't know if this is going through yet so you know don't hold your breath on everything but mark's working on it right now but then someone wants to do like a group buy for in the the uk UK. yeah. yeah so things are just rolling so that's been really really cool and those are you know for me, those are the most fun projects to yeah. work on, like projects that just make you feel really good. Like they have the power to make someone else feel good, like brighten someone mm-hmm. else's day. And sure, like it's not our responsibility to pay for his medical bills. And, you know, we're donating half the proceeds from half of the profits from the coffee are going to go to him. And it's not going to pay all of those bills, but part of it's just one help ease that pain a little bit. And two, like when you're having a shitty time, just knowing that someone else is thinking about you and appreciates you and what you do means a lot. I mean, it is the mission of our company to inspire connection by creating a memorable experience. And it's, it's a way to do that. That is outside of the box of directly relating to cat and cloud internally. It's what we're trying to do. It's, it's easy, not easy. It's a, it's a no-brainer when you consider our mission. It's like it's the this best. is the thing to do. Oh and yeah, it's been really cool to see in the roastery like all the comments that have come in with the orders too. So like Soren and Jen Swin are working on like packaging all those comments up Ooh, so we can cool. send those to nicely oh, as well. Cool. Make a mosaic like, out of just them. Just to hear Give the love cool. like in all the different orders has been really that's feels cool. Really good. I yeah. remember the first time I met him. I was lucky enough to I'd gone down to L.A. to hang out with the Intelli whatever that that crew at the time the ryan wilbur and the it was kyle and devin and nick griffith Griffith. too i think all four of them and we were at dinner and we had to go pick up this dude nicely at the airport who was moving down to to work for them and i didn't know who he was at the time and we we all ended up hitting it was crazy it was super fun like we went got food had a drink and then went and picked him at the airport and then took him 
I don't remember where, but I just remember being in the car with him and being like, we got on immediately. He's so easy to connect with yeah. and he does such an amazing job. I mean, even my wife, the first time she saw that guy's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like really girls, authentic. He's just who he is. He's yeah. really good at it. And um, he, it, he's just always been some of the, somebody who, who's got our back too, even when he didn't work in any sort of way directly with us. I remember being in the coffee and or coffee geek forums and people were at the time talking trash about latte art. Like it doesn't matter. And I remember he and I were just toe to toe with a whole group of people talking about how it does matter. And it was really fun. We were getting each other's back and it was just a fun time. He's always been down for us and always been down to just for a coffee culture in general. Also, like, who would even say that, that doesn't matter? Oh, it was That's like, like a such complete a sidebar, but like, <laughs> no, I know. It was just, I was, I'm just thinking about my <laughs> memories of like, he and I have always had this, uh, and I think we've experienced it too, but this like unsaid camaraderie that comes at certain times, like ramps up at times, and we like go in together, and we've had like little like yeah. side missions in the coffee world together. Yeah, that's that have just been cool. really fun. Yeah, it's it's cool. He's always someone I felt really connected to, even mm-hmm. though we don't hang out all the time. I think that's because you know? maybe maybe it's because he's super not maybe he's really authentic he's really open and i feel like we are too but it, you have to kind of get into those small groups right you like jump in a car and you go to a deep conversation yeah. pretty quick with him at least that's yeah. been my experience and that uh i think that's just something special that certain people have and he's willing to go there and i think that's pretty badass yeah so if you want to support the man the myth the legend the legend Get snag a bag of coffee. It's super fun. The label's super fun. You could just cut it out after, and pretty soon we'll have to hand draw them and just keep going because we'll run out. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Thanks to everybody who ordered. Thanks for supporting. Yeah. Uh, it means a lot, and I we've talked to nicely, and we know it means a lot to him. So, mm-hmm. boom, warm and fuzzies. Yeah, warm thanks everybody, and fuzzy. Dude, I don't know if this is something that you'd want to talk about. It'd be like <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> lead the conversation today but well dude it's like you've been saying that you, you just said like you know work's been busy i think for everybody i'm curious like it's kind of like mid-year to like look back at like the first half of the year and just hear the nice buzz sorry, in the Weiser's, background wiser's thinking ahead of like how he's gonna try to mix that out it's gonna be noisy i'm sorry guys okay yeah, that doesn't uh, bother me. back to chuck it doesn't bother first year second half of year yeah, I'm curious if you oh, like, kind of like mid-year, like if we look back on like the first half of the year, like what kind of grades we'd give ourselves and then like what we think about like the second half of the year just as business owners or just even people in their personal lives, I think it's nice to like reflect on the last six months and then like think about the next six months. Are you grading on the curve of where we started to where we are now? Or are you grading as just like a flat grade of like, here's how we're doing as a Yeah, just how you thought squad. like the first half went Damn, dude. It's hard to do a not comparison for me. I'd call us a B plus. Yeah, I was going to throw it in like the B. Yeah. B, B plus range. I mean, I I think in terms of mindset as a whole, I think we're like hot. But the thing is, is execution is to follow. So I can't give us even an A minus yet. B, B plus feels right. I I think we did really. I think I'm really proud of the first half of our year. Yeah. Um. And I don't even think of some of the things are frustrating. Like, sure, we're not open hours, but I don't. Those things don't bother me when compared to the growth that we've had as leaders yeah. and the leadership team around us mm-hmm. has had. I I have a, a lot of trust in the people that are here right now, and they've more so than just believing in them as people, which we already did. They've proven that they can. Boogie. handle business operate at a high <laughs> yeah. level yeah and and 
you know, just like we're busy, they're they're taking one for the team too. We got yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of people working a lot, and I, but we have much uh, we have a much more, I don't know, healthy and complete picture of what's going on. You know, the real the roast. The roastery's feeling yeah. really good. We got Andre team leading in the roastery. That was uh, that was something that we've been talking about how to how to plug the team leader gap that. You know, Grace kind of brought the roastery up, mm-hmm. and then there was never another Grace because there isn't another Grace. Yeah. And who's the right person in there? That was a, that was a big conversation. Marketing was a big conversation. How do we? You know, we have more ideas than anything. Like we have no shortage of ideas in this little house right here. So how to channel those effectively out into the world without having one of us being able to do it all yeah yeah i think that was the win it's a we're still equipping yeah we're equipping it's a building year and we're kicking ass yeah because right it's like the roastery is a win marketing's a win like you get into the roastery with coffee is a win retail empowerment is a win i i've seen the people on the front lines Mm -hmm. not just being better at guest service but also taking much more of an interest in the things that we really care about mm-hmm. as a culture like we got a bunch of people that are coffee heavy right now right. maybe not full blown complete package professionals yet and there's a few of those too but there's just people who are interested that energy is super refreshing to have that 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 coffee geekery just taking pride in what you do and seeing it more as more than just a job but this is just something that I'm into mm-hmm. you know yeah. It, I'm not just a barista. I'm just like really into the culture, and that's mm-hmm. been super sick. Yeah, it's cool to see it from like the retail leadership squad, from like Alyssa, from Kylie, from Eli, you know, on up into Levi and Herman, and you know, everybody there. It seems like they're really dialed in. Yeah, it's been culture that, coffee. That's a, that's a treat, man. That's a that is a, a treat. Tr- that's a treat. That makes you proud <laughs> and feel good and feel alive when you see other people taking it and taking it seriously. Chuck, what's your grade? You didn't you didn't tell us your grade for the for the year. I think he threw out a B. Did you throw? Oh yeah, I you mean, did. You like did. A, you said BB plus. Man, huh? I, I mean, just like as we're talking about it, like you, you want to elevate that grade, huh? I know. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> That's why. Like, if your grade's on like, the curve, I feel like I'm, I'm uh, like think, cupping a coffee, and then you go back as it's cooling down and it's hanging there, tasting mm, really good, mm, getting better. Yeah. I kind of want to like give it a little plus. Yeah, a little plus. You kind of always got a grade on the curve, right? Because we're never going to be as good as we're going to be, right? I mean, if like an A this year would be always an A. Well, no, I mean, sometimes you don't always knock it out of the park. Like, sure. we've had C moments for sure. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's, like, even though we were getting better than we were in the past, we were still, mm. like, hitting it at a C. So like where's if I th- the curve start? That's, I guess, the part. It's just start in January to now? Oh, yeah, I guess that's a weird... Because if I go, if you go year over year, uh, yeah. then I'm like, we're at A level now because the beginning, whatever, June, July, August was, like, the mm. pinnacle of shenanigan world last year right so that's where i'm like you grade on that curve we're like aing but like i don't know though it's weird yeah i was thinking a, more you're like absolute curve like your absolute grade like the absolute i'm happy grade with a in B your plus. Mind. i'll call yeah. it a b plus only because whew, maybe a minus i might give me a because i think like we've had a lot of wins like you talk about like the roastery has been a win no you're right like marketing's been a win retail where we're at is a win so i mean right Everything is 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 doing is this, up. and even though we do, you know, it is all trending up, you know, stock market style or whatever, Bitcoin as they were. 
We're in a bull Not market. For me, I don't have any. Yeah, <laughs> bull, market. bull marketing right now. Man, I hate those terms so much, and it's like out of my control. And people love those terms, but I just realized them, and I'm like, man. Anyway, price of coffee is up there too. Yeah, I mean, as a whole, you're right. Like all the all the plans have been good and have been working. It's just it's just a hard thing when you I think are us and you can see the level you'd like to be at and knowing that we'll never achieve it. It's I guess that's where I have a hard time giving that high grade. Well, I mean, I think we're not we're not like running at 100%, right? It's like we're, yeah. we're still hiring a lot for like a lot of coordinator we positions. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, super sad that, you know, Alex is moving back to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. In case y'all didn't know, Alex is moving to New Orleans to uh, pursue dreams and be near his family and friends, which is and kind of start Wait, his family bro, life. There's so much shit going on. I'm like news guy today. All right, can I be news <laughs> guy? Do it. What's the weather look today? Like? AccuWeather Service. <laughs> this, if you're in Santa Cruz, the 16th. Oh, hot is or this not? Shit going down up. for real? Oh, yeah, yeah. Shit. Okay. Alex and I go today uh, at yeah. one to like pre R and D and buy dry ingredients, so you'll see the charge. There is a debit card. There is a Costco ticket. Double pop up happening. Swift Street, Cat and Cloud. We've got hot or not chicken, and we've got Papa's donuts. And the August only drink being served with that is a penicillin. No, <laughs> whoa, whoa. I mean, if y'all are serving it, that's chill, and then we have to make it a private I'm event. Just but yeah, I it's going kidding. down. We're, we, Alex and I uh, committed to it, and part of the catalyst was Alex is leaving, and he has a dream to start a donut shop as well as other things. So, and I've been talking about it forever. So we were like, if we're if we don't put it on the calendar, it's not going to happen. Essentially, yeah. so yeah. so right, I made right, right through on that thing. I mean, hot or not is hot or I've not. I've been bugging chicken. you to do that shit forever. Yeah. The yeah. last time I made it was kind of the catalyst, though, to me feeling like I was ready. Yeah. Because I had kind of been refining it, and it tasted good every time. But the last time, uh, which was only two weeks ago, I was Sunday morning. I got up, and I think by mid-afternoon, I decided I was making hot chicken. So I threw out this last minute, who can come in the neighborhood? And actually, most people said no. And then last minute, people said yes. But it tasted good. And so I was like, fuck it. We're going to do it. And then Alex comes back the week later and was like, I think I'm moving. Maybe it was even a couple days later. I'm moving. We're like right about the same time. So I was like, let's go. Hot or not means this. I don't want to do like the 17 different kinds of Nashville hot chicken where it's like it's kind of hot. And then there's like level seven and the destroyer level. I'm just like, I'm going to make a hot one or a fried chicken sandwich. And that's what we're going to do. It's going to come with a side of slaw and some potato chips. It's going to be simple. But I tell you, so far I'm batting a thousand. Everybody who's eating it likes it. It's good. It's good. Even when it wasn't dialed in, it's better than most chicken sandwiches I've ever had. So, you did give me the great, the great uh, honor of what's the what's the cool San Diego chicken spot that Richard Blaze owns? We, we went there; it's really awesome. Um, Crack Shack. Crack, Crack Shack. Yeah. So we went there, and I got the Nashville hot chicken there, and I was it was fine, but I liked the way that I had done it at home better. And the next night, Chris came down as well, and he went there. And he ate it, and he texted me, he's all, yours is better. And I was like, yes! It was better. <laughs> yeah. And I, was really, I had them, like, cool really close together. It was, like, back-to-back. It was. It was, like, yeah. weekend-to-weekend. Yeah. Or whatever. Maybe even closer than that. Yeah, it might have been, like, days. And I yeah, didn't I think it was days. That. So, I, uh, that was a cool thing, because Chris won't give, he'll just say, I don't say, bullshit it's good. people. I'll yeah. be like, eh, it's fine. Yeah. Like, whatever. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. So, that felt good. I'm going to, the, the intimidation factor now is, like, how many sandwiches am I going to make? It's going to be a limited run. Like, yeah, I don't want to waste a bunch. Until you sold out. And yeah. So, like, do I want to underbuy or overbuy? That's my scary keep number. Keep wanting more. And then uh, I guess I other than that, like. I don't think you can overbuy. That means, yeah. You don't think so? No. You think, you think we'll get. Okay, give me a number. You think we're going to get 100 chicken sandwiches? Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think 100 Fuck. is pretty good. And Absolutely. I'm buying 100 because that's a lot of chicken sandwiches. <laughs> for a, for a, What's the date today? today it'll be the two weeks fourth. from this coming Monday. Okay. So or, sorry. if we get a couple... Yeah. One week if we get a month. couple pictures going and then pop something out, a few things on Instagram, a few things on Facebook, a few signs in a cafe. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen, you've seen people do pop-ups in Santa Cruz, and right? They show like, out. You've seen like, the line out the door of full steam dumpling. Yep. It's true. <clears throat> Nobody's or, had this yet, but it'll be fun. Or like when Kickin' Chicken just randomly pops up somewhere and it's like a oh, line yeah. around the brewery. I yeah. mean, it's not unprecedented, and it, the shit is good. So just maybe I'll have to call it out. Hundred sandwiches, and come, it's real come simple too, which I also like. You don't I have do to, too. You don't have to mess with that. Like you don't have to wonder what to get. No, you're gonna get all it you spicy need to know is if not. you're hot or not. Yeah, hot or not, simple. And then uh, Alex is gonna do. I think he said at least three different kinds of donuts. He'll do his vanilla, his chocolate, and his custard. Or I'm his, get uh, one of each sorry, of those and eat the his, fucking uh, whole lemon thing. curd. But there's one other one he might do apricot. So I don't know if he's doing four Ooh. or not. So it'll be at the same time. Like so he's gonna start the morning. And then I'll probably start serving around 10. Okay. So he's, you know, because he's got an uh, all out of the kid Out, out of, of Swift. Swift. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be at Swift Street on Monday because currently we don't have the staffing to stay open on Mondays. Oh, right. Yep. So what it'll be is we'll have our, our normal awesome companion pastries. And then we'll have Papa is what he's going with. Papa's Papa. Donuts. He's got a whole story behind it. And Papa's Donuts will be kicking it off. And then right around 10, I'll jump in the mix and start throwing sandwiches. And, and that'll be that. We'll go till three maybe four depending on what's happening four. you know yeah most likely four. i don't know i'm, just, I'm, I'm just saying i'm not are, i'm not anti <laughs> it really just go, comes people down. are gonna be Six. going people are gonna be going yeah exactly like we're here to we're, we're, we're gonna to do it notch. it'll be a nice monday it'll be a nice monday fried chicken sandwiches let's do it the cat and cloud podcast is sponsored by steeped coffee steeped coffee is a new brewing method that combines specialty craft coffee into a single serving bag you don't need a machine. You don't have to make a mess no matter where you are. All you have to do is add hot water. Each steep pack is individually sealed in nitrogen flush so it stays fresh. And it's got this special immersion filter. And the filter is ultrasonic sealed, which means it's sealed together with no glue, no staples, so there's no weird stuff floating around in your coffee. Steeped is a benefit B Corp. They ethically source all their coffee. Their packaging is fully compostable, and they believe that business should be done without compromise. You can get your hands on Steeped Coffee at steepedcoffee.com. That's S-T-E-E-P-E-D coffee.com. Asking your local retail stores to start carrying Steeped or having your favorite roaster reach out and get in touch. If you happen to be in Santa Cruz, come on by any of the Cat and Cloud locations. We have it there for you. Basically, they're just doing their best to change the coffee industry and make your life more convenient with their pre-portioned, pre-ground innovation. So tell all your friends. There's a lot of things happening in the Cat and Cloud universe, it, it seems like. There kind of, there is. There's all, it always is. But we got to give ourselves a B to B plus for... I, yeah, I'd say BB plus. It, it, what does it take to be to get an A for? Are we grading? If we like, we're going to grade the rest of this year. How do we get ourselves to an A? Mm, that's a great question. So I think part of it would be like, what do we want to accomplish for like the second half of the mm-hmm, year? Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. for an A is taking the. I don't know. It's like building in the new leaders that yeah. are established. Yeah, we have a lot of coordinators coming in. It's like on, on, like let's say, let's pick on Andre for example. Andre, um, 
new team leader, formerly great coordinator retail. So undoubtedly having him in the roastery is a big win. Yeah. Then what does he do when he's in there? You know, right. he's already so making moves, but like, what, what, like, what is he able to build and grow between now and the end of the year? Manifest. Yeah. W- manifesting could be fun. Like, like we've seen the cultural turn in the roastery. Um, yeah. I think continue that. Right. So yeah. like, and, and, to me, the culture, the cultural opportunities yeah, are to take what we have going right now, which is. I mean, shout out, shout out and props to Andre, even though he kind of got him a couple podcasts back. So you can't get too many, Andre. I know you said thank you, but you shout out Grace and Alex. Yeah, for shout like, out Grace uh, and Alex for supporting. No, Andre, you're getting it. some freebies right now, and this yep. is me talking to you directly. You're going to really need to drop the hammer if you want to get another shout out. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's how it's going. I've been giving them out like candy. I don't usually do yeah, that. So it's like, that. you're kind of dead to me yeah. now, honestly. I'm, so the, o- I'm the, officially over the here. The turn to me comes down to when that whole team is tasting and really deeply understanding how the work they're doing in the roaster and the curves and all the things they're working with, how if, as they, if we were doing it in the year and that entire team began to understand on the table, how they were interconnected and being able to call that out, which is going to have to be led by Andre. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. is, that to me is like the next key besides this straightforward organizational cleanliness yeah. and some of the things that we're doing to support the efficiency in there, which a little bit of that was we needed to help the rest will be how is Andre and the team going to clean, reorganize, and and re-operationalize um, that place. And they have a, a great plan, thanks to Alex and, and Grace and Andre starting that. So I think if I were going to call out, like, end of the year, that would be, to me, taking the roastery from B to A is staffed up. And then the beginning of that understanding, the consistent dedication to the coffee tasting and the cross training understanding there. Yeah. Here's another sprinkle on top of that. Since SCA is coming up. Right. Right. I often think of how, how well-trained, well-empowered and confident people are, are, are feeling. If I was going to drop someone off, in the middle of the trade show floor at SCA. Let's say I plucked a roaster out of our roastery and dropped them in the middle of SCA. To talk roasting. Could they have a conversation with a group of other roasters, contribute in a meaningful way, and also not get pushed around? Like, be confident enough in Mm. their own skill and what we're doing here to have those conversations with like, oh, okay, we do this, that, and the other. I see what you're talking about here, but I don't know. This is what's worked really well for us us right yeah instead of going into that place which we've maybe been in in the past year to where we had a crew that was just we weren't as focused on those things so i can imagine if we like rewinded time a little bit and plucked some of those people out it would have been like oh i i don't know right or like "Ah, that's what you do okay cool like fine i don't i don't feel that must be right yeah Yeah. you must be right you're good we're good here and it's like that empowerment is something that uh, the SCA time of year always triggers for me. And I think about that in terms of baristas too, oh, like for sure. just professionals overall. Can uh-huh. you put people in those hyper social situations where they kind of got to hold their own against other industry professionals and mm-hmm. can speak with confidence? Yeah. yeah, that would be, that would be really, cause we do, we have like, we have a specific mission for what we want our coffee to taste like. And the way we roast it is for that. Yeah. So being able to own that in, in a setting where other people have a different opinion is intimidating when you're young, I think, especially mm-hmm. when you see somebody that you've maybe watched for a long time and then they have a strong opinion. You're like, yeah, maybe we should try it that way. It's like, no, no, no. Like, we know exactly what we're doing and why we're doing it and being able to own that in the moment and talk about what we do that makes our coffee taste the way we want 
is is going to be a great test for those people. I think they understand it. The difference is walking it and, and owning it without necessarily maybe standing next to one of us and having us help. And that, that would be a really great, I think they know it, right? Or at least, I don't know. I mean, I think some do. Some we are do. Making, I think we are making coffee that tastes the way we want it to taste. Right. And then the understanding might still be coming up just from what I'm hearing you talk about. You've been in the roastery more than I have lately. Like you talked to me this morning about just the idea of, Oh, we threw some coffee that was fresh on right out of the roaster. Mm -hmm. And when you're cupping coffees that are right out of the roaster, this is a skill that you build to be able to taste through all of that off gassing, all of that fresh roasted, the things that are associated with simply coffee being that fresh and get to the flavors that are, lying underneath in the same way that it is a skill to be able to taste for quality at origin when you have a bunch of subpar sample roasts to be able to ignore the qualities that the roast is imparting and focus on the coffee and like those are the things that we have opportunities to build in the roastery to where it's you know we're getting a a b plus here's our a elevation well and that's pretty fun too even even things (laughs) like you know how pacamara has a flavor that's unique to pacamara that I would kind of say sometimes reminds me of like the underlying flavors are, are tropical, but they're also like papaya y. They're they're the way the acidity it all presents itself is unique to the Pacamara. So on the table yesterday, too, we have a, a, a honey, pa- honey Pacamara, pack. which is really good, and it was one of my favorites on the table. But same thing, like the way we have bought coffees prior, they're they're so overtly juicy and clean and specific that this one that it has like a lot of low notes that blend with it that make it really complex. And so for the the young cuppers, that and then it happened in in uh, in Honduras too with Colmena because Colmena has that like round Kenya where there's like I don't think it's tomato, but people could argue that there's like that mix of those flavors that would remind you of like that tomato world mixed with like the hyper tropical, and it's just mm. so much going on. That same thing, like our team has scored those coffees low, and it's a little bit of the inconsistency of understanding like these varieties, the complexity. And the butteriness maybe of like a pacamara that can come like the almost is like the Chardonnay butter that goes along with all that fruit. Like that doesn't make it bad at yeah. all. It's just not what we're used to. There was some really interesting, like to your point with the roasting and all that, some interesting opportunity there, which is, I love that because yeah, we have blank slates. Yeah. It's those just helping them to see. Conversations. Such good conversations. Yeah. Such good conversations. I almost called you over to be like, hey, taste these ones and tell me which one is the Pacamara, so you'd be like, that one. Yeah. And you would, you know. I would have fucking nailed it because I fucking love, love Pacamara. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah. And, and that's, that's another, that all these are, you know, these are levels. Layers and levels. Right, yeah. to where it's, one, yeah, sure, let's get to the place to where we don't discount coffees because they don't taste exactly like what we've traditionally scored really well. Yeah. Also, it'd be cool if we cupped a bunch of coffees and everyone in the roaster is like, that one tastes like Pacamaro without actually knowing what it is. Or yeah. that's a geisha. Yeah. Or like... Yeah, the geishas usually know I mean? stand out pretty good too once you know. Yeah, once you know, you know, and then yeah. to be able to throw those things out there. I mean, so those like, are like you said, the like game the is shots. like forever. Yeah. The game's forever, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm sure at any roastery, at any, you know, we're really out on a limb here, right? And this is, I love that we're having this conversation. Because this is what I think makes us special, or part of what makes us special, is the ability to actually have this conversation. Because the reality of anybody's situation, anybody's business situation, is that you have people coming in and going out. Yeah. So at any given time, you've got a blend or a mix of understanding and levels of professionalism. If you have good leadership and someone who's on top of it, 
you can maintain a certain quality despite having newer people in who don't know all of the like the whys behind the what's yet. They don't mm. know like the details, but they're working to get there. So at any given time, you have a mix of people. You have people who can be like, that's Pacamara, that's Geisha, this is definitely coffee from Brazil, and blah, right. blah, blah. And then new people. So you're always kind of shuffling that deck. And then hopefully over time, the percentages start to shift enough mm -hmm. to where instead of, you know, 20, 80, then you get 50, 50, and then mm -hmm. you really get to that stronghold where you've got the 80, 20, where most of the people can call out those things. Mm -hmm. And that's like a really big, that's a, that's a cool goal to have. It yeah. seems like we consistently work towards that. Yeah. And I think that is something that is unique to us. And I, I, I believe we should be proud of and proud of the team coming up with us. Cause I agree. The more they lean into all of that, the less it requires, I imagine a lot of companies, there's like the one person who's always the spokesperson. And I, I don't think that's mm, our goal. Yeah. Our goal is that we would bring up enough people that anyone could speak to yeah. the majority of it. And they don't have to be perfect. But I, I do think that we don't have, it feels like a fear of the posturing, mean, or we don't feel like we need to posture. We do our best with what we've got. And yeah, Andre's going to go. And he's going to find places where he doesn't know. And he's going to find places where he's insecure uh, in New Orleans. And that's okay with us because we know he's doing amazing work. And that's, yeah. that's not a make or break. Where in the past, I've experienced companies where it's like, you don't go to these places unless you're going to be like the A-plus of all A-pluses so that we look good. And I think that vulnerability and authenticity is healthier. And yeah. I, just, I just I enjoy it more. It makes me feel good knowing that I don't also have to be the perfect business owner because no, no one, one is. is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I don't need to pretend like I'm going to be. Yeah. I need to pretend nothing. I need to, <laughs> I need to be in there and do my best with my team and like learn on the fly, which that, I, I enjoy need, that I more. I need to pretend nothing. I need to pretend nothing. <laughs> okay. So that's kind of the roastery. Like uh, any other, any other fun manifestations for, for the roastery? Green coffee. Marketing Marketing. Retail. Like, I, I mean, this is where the, yeah, we have a ton of opportunity with coffee launches to connect the work that you do in green coffee with the front line, but also just the, the company as a whole. Because for a long time, our coffee launches are, are they've been functional, right? Yeah. It's like we need to launch coffee. So we buy coffee and then we launch it. And then it's out there, but it's not really, it's not an event, right? And you have to pick your scale, but I always think like, okay, cool. You know, when, when something new comes out of Apple, like when they're launching a new I, like iPhone on or a, a new Mac or something, it's like people talk about it. People know about it. They know why it's different than the one before, even if they know it's just an iPhone. And coffee, I think coffee has the potential to be kind of like that to where you have this blend of familiarity, but new interesting facts. And just, just to equip the frontliner, like when people come in the door and are like, what coffee do I get? To have the first answer not be, uh, uh, um, what do you want? <laughs> what do you need? It could be anything. And just create a a launch system that empowers like from a to z and and takes it all like all the way down that's like a big job yeah. obviously i just said like that's a big old thing but it's a fun thing it's it a, could fun, be a yeah. fun thing if it's that's the all all this to me too is like all these things can be very fun as long as they're not 
one person's job to figure out yeah right? usually that like that that's i feel like we're moving toward that being a collaboration mm-hmm. you know it's like i hopefully make it like a little part-time green coffee coordinator person and that person kind of works with like a marketing or you know mark's been helping with the coffee launches a bit mm-hmm. and in the cafes so i feel like it could be like a two three person collaboration that ends up being pretty fun for everybody involved mm. Yeah. I mean, ultimately we'll need a a really dialed in vision. Like what does a coffee launch look like kind of in the same way that we've been kicking around? What is a, what does a merch launch look like? You know? Okay, cool. Is it a piecemeal? Is it a thing? How much of our menu is recurring versus how much switches off? How long? This is where partners come into play too. Like how long does it make sense to keep a coffee on the menu? Yep. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm saying a lot of things. If we're stepping back and looking from the guest perspective, this is what I would love to see in terms of coffee knowledge and coffee empowerment. Someone comes into the cafe and says, I want a bag of coffee. I don't know what to get. And then the person behind the counter says, okay, check this out. Our newest coffee is boom. This is what it is. This is why I love it. It's so good. If you're used to this kind of coffee, this is what you want to go with. Boom. Like, hit them fucking hard. None of this soft bullshit service. It's like, okay, what kind of coffee do you normally drink? Acceptable question in some situations, depending on like how you, you gotta read. how how you how hit you it. it you got to read the situation yeah. and like okay what are you thinking of doing like how are you doing the thing like what are you like so afraid to give the person the wrong coffee that you just give them the shittiest experience and like can't serve them at all it's like dude you're an expert own the expert if you don't know the coffees that's kind of on you and i'm not yeah, i'm not i'm not shouting out like the people in our company saying like we're talking long term dream. I'm, I'm yeah. just saying, dream scoping. I'm saying this is this the is the shit that we love to see. World. Yeah, that from, we like from to see. this world, and some of these are things that we experience going to other coffee yeah. companies too. It's not something that like, oh, we're blowing it on this and that's it. Yeah, because because roughly we've got like a staggered coffee launch system where it's like we launch new coffees every six weeks, and generally a coffee's on the menu for like roughly three months, mm-hmm. and that kind of determines how many coffees we launch how many producers we work with mm-hmm. and everything it kind of flows back that way but again like three months seems like a good amount of time to have a coffee on the menu for people to get familiar with it for guests to enjoy it mm-hmm. while not being too long or too short yeah while still having like those mainstays that are always there sure doing some fun stuff like the best friends blend mm-hmm. or yeah stuff like that, that was a hit is a hit <laughs> it was a hit, <laughs> it was a hit. <laughs> They're hitting hard. Yeah, it's almost. We're, yeah, we're, we're almost, almost gonna wrap that up. Man, yeah. that's exciting. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a great overarching vision for a green coffee. I mean, there's also the simple like whether they're in stock, but it would be cool to have the design finish for the new bags of our coffee. Doesn't have True. to be. They don't have to be here. That maybe turn me to an A plus in that portion if they were here. That'd be awesome. But. But even just if the design was done and we felt confident and ready to go, that'd be a rad thing to have done before the end of the year. The year moves fast. I mean, especially, I think the thing that trips me out is we front-loaded so much the the first half of the year that I'm, like, I planned all my vacations for basically starting now through the end of the year and didn't do really anything the first half of the year. And now that they're coming, we're equally, if not more busy than we were in the first half of the year. And it's, it's just weird because all I'm really saying is like the time is moving really, really quick. Yeah. Like it's, it's moving a lot faster now than it was 
which is good because that means we're doing more things. We have more projects. We have more connection pieces. At the same time, we're living out that end of the summer stress in our cafes with low um, with with uh, low staff, less staff, meaning we don't have enough people, and we're we're gonna have like some healing time there, right? Because typically we're gonna go into like yeah. a softer season, a le- less busy season. Yeah. Once kids go and back to school, it's less. Yeah. Part of me is like fingers crossing that that will happen for rest for the team, and part of me is like not believing because of the pandemic that that's gonna happen this year, that it's actually gonna stay busy, which is. In the back of, I know our leadership team's mind, like a stressful thing because they're working so hard. And, you know, so I guess if we were to transition to retail, the, the key to me would be like getting the people on. The overarching thing would be how can we take the pressure off of our current upper leadership team? Not take it off in an unhealthy way, but take it off because of the support and the ability to have the right amount of people there and the, the support system so that they don't feel like they need to sprint for essentially almost yeah, an entire year which hopefully year. is where we're going with a couple more coordinators fingers crossed we'll see how that yeah melds in fingers crossed i mean it, i i think we're making all the right steps it still is it still is a busy time and we're still navigating all of that you know it's that that to me would be a key to the retail uh experience because it, yeah. it is it is cool you'll go to our cafes the front of house is amazing we're working really hard the team is non-stop training i get i get positive feedback literally walking up today y'all brought in a bunch of new people quick and they're all amazing and so that's a real testament to our leadership team in the retail experience the retail leaders are like i'm so tired from training all these people and and honestly they're not reaping even the internal rewards of knowing or feeling that truth. They don't feel like they're doing a good enough job because they're not to the level they need to go, people-wise, even though they're doing such a good job that people are like, these new people are amazing. And that, to me, is, I think, it's the hard thing to figure out. It's the ethereal, like, how do you figure that out when the drive of our leaders is so high, but the return for them is not as high as it needs to be in terms of that emotional win i know sometimes i feel like that takes time because they've all been in their spot for like less than a year totally right and it's like you just see after you're in the industry for so long that it is like you i mean i love that they go hard but it is like a marathon yeah and you know i don't want them to sprint to the marathon you know it's like that's not sustainable Mm mm-hmm so just going hard, but still realizing as you get more experience and as you're in the industry longer that it is a marathon where there's people coming, people going, and hopefully putting in the systems and having the support to support you over the long term because there's always going to be people mm-hmm. moving on. There's always going to be new people coming in, and how can that be within like a healthy, sustainable system? Hey, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. I know this is the time, uh, the shameless, like classic, we need your help, but we do want to get our message out there and we do want to share this with a lot of people. So if you could share this with others, you could subscribe, you could rate, you could review. It would greatly help us as we continue to push through not only the YouTube as it's fresh, but also the general podcast as we took nearly an entire year off from doing it. And so please do so, share it. I believe that we have some information and some perspectives that could help not only people in the coffee industry, but people in any industry, any walk of life. So do us that favor, do us that solid, bring us that love, 
and turn up for us, please. And I hope you all have a great time. Thanks for listening. 